For my long-term goal is to just do health and approach health in a way that gives me like full optimization for my life. And if I can better understand the foods that I'm eating, um, how they help me or how they maybe prevent me from the achieving the goal that I want, then I want to know these things. Welcome to the Love Your Body Now podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to feel confident in their body right now and redefine what health looks like for them. I'm Savannah, your host, and together we'll be having conversations about what it means to accept and love our bodies now while simultaneously prioritizing our health journey. We'll be debunking beliefs that do not serve us and diving into misconceptions and unhealthy narratives in the fitness world so that we can rebuild our foundation from a place of self-love. Welcome back to the Love Your Body Now podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you and chat about a few things. And I actually was listening to a podcast yesterday that inspired this episode. And I thought it would be, um, I thought you would just love this episode because, you know, we talk about a lot of like body image and how we bring that into our health journey. And I wanted to talk about something because for me, health, there's so much gray area and complexity to it. And for a lot of people, it's like they see it as black or white. Like you have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. You have to avoid these foods. You have to do these exercises. And you know, here we, we talk about that and, um, we know that health looks different on every single person but we also know that there's a science to it and there's known facts about health and this episode that i listened to yesterday it the reason i was attracted to it was because i'm someone who if someone asks me like what my health goals are um you know i work at a gym so we do a lot of role playing and people will ask me legit like what my fitness goals are and my answer is always very different from the typical person most people there will talk about how they want to get super big or they want to have abs or they're trying to build muscle like it's always something about their physical goals and um you know i still think that that's something that of course needs to it needs improvement when it comes to the fitness industry and this working this job I love it so much but it also reminds me that me starting this podcast and having this platform and doing what I do is needed because there are still so many people who view health and fitness as this physical thing and a lot of people um, I guess like struggle to connect with it on a deeper, deeper level. And so I get asked the question a lot of what my fitness goals are. And my answers are always very different because I always will say something along the lines of, I'm, I'm just trying to really feel my best, um, have like the most 
optimization in my health journey. I want to prioritize all of the fitness components because I know that when I do that, I feel my best. Um, I feel my strongest. I feel uh, like I have the best endurance and I can move. So those are the types of answers that I have. And it always like, like when we're role playing, sometimes it throws people off because they don't know how to work with that answer because uh, a lot of the times we're trained to sell on the things that people are specifically looking for in their training and a lot of that always has to do with the area of their body that they're trying to focus on or they're trying to build muscle like all of those things which are not bad goals to have but I always say like I don't care about what I physically look like. And, you know, that's just a reminder for me because I don't, I never want to be back in that place of like always focusing on my physical body and then trying to exercise and eat a certain way to look a certain way. I never want to end back up in that place. And I've noticed that working in, the fitness industry like especially in person now in a gym it's um it's actually like things have come back up for me and that's something that I've been working through and really trying to be super hyper aware of because I have to be careful if I am not aware of it and I'm not careful of my thoughts and my patterns because I can easily fall back into some of the behaviors that I used to struggle with so it's crazy um, how it like has flared up some things for me but again like I said it's just a reminder that like this this, these topics need to be talked about and people need to hear them and there's people out there just like me just like you who are trying to heal and not like want to focus so much on our body image and we just want to be happy and we just want to be healthy and live our optimal life and um, do it that way. So that uh, was a long explanation, but I feel like it's important because I saw the topic of this podcast and I love this podcast, but I don't always listen to it um, because I'm super picky, obviously, with my time and like what I listen to. And I will make sure to attach um, the link for it if you want to check it out. I'm running a blank on the name of the podcast, which is terrible because I know the name of it. Um, But he's he's a super great resource for like learning about nutrition and health and exercise and um, very up to date research on everything. Gosh, I can't believe I'm running a blank on it, but it will be in the show notes. So if you do want to check them out and check out the episode specifically, you can. The episode was he had a guest on and. The, top, the title of it was something along the lines of um, how to eat in a way that leads to, you know, full, like, optimization for your health. And I liked that they worded it this way because a lot of the times I'll see titles or topics that say something like 10 foods to avoid um, or limit these foods type of thing. And I think that those are, like, not bad um topics or episodes but for me I I feel like sometimes when they talk about it like that it's almost like 
reinforcing this idea that I can't have certain foods and um, we need to label these foods as bad and feel guilt around them. And obviously not everyone is triggered in that way, but it triggers me in that way. And like those thoughts start to come up when I see that. So I don't always listen to those types of episodes, even though I know they'd be helpful. Um, But the way that they worded this was like, yes, this is a definitely, I want to listen to this because like I mentioned before, my long-term goal is to just do health and approach health in a way that gives me like full optimization for my life. And if I can better understand the foods that I'm eating, um, how they help me or how they maybe prevent me from the achieving the goal that I want, then I want to know these things. And they did a great job of like making it like the way they spoke about the foods, um, like reiterating that we still can eat the foods that we like. Um, the guy that I can't remember the name of the guy, um, the speaker that was on, he said that he even still will eat, um, foods that, you know, he says that he doesn't eat all the time. He still eats them. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, moderation, obviously, and um, keeping his uh, idea or keeping his focus on his long-term goal, which is to, you know, be able to function at a very old age. So I want to share with you some of the foods that they suggested um, to limit. And I say that but I feel like after the whole spiel I just gave you beforehand, like you know what I mean by that. And then the food to really incorporate in your diet and like like make it um, a priority. Um, so the foods that they mentioned beforehand, like to avoid, I'm sure you might already know this. And I already know this as well. And like it was just a great reminder Um to obviously limit the ultra-processed foods um, and different seed oils. This is um, a really great reminder. I know, like, for me, it's not just something I can, like, the craving for it, it's not just something I can turn off, even though I know how damaging it is to my body, which is frustrating because it's like I've done so much research and knowledge and like I know all of these things yet I still struggle with like not wanting to go through a fast food drive-through once in a while and I share that because I want you to know that I'm I'm not perfect and even I crave that food sometimes even though I know what I know about that food so um obviously to avoid that as much as you can and it's challenging like we are surrounded by it and it's very very frustrating in my opinion because it is so much easier to go through the drive through and get food than it is to go home and cook and prep um yeah it's just it's just so much easier and it's frustrating um because i personally like when I eat that way, I don't want to say that I, I, it's not that I feel guilty, um, for eating that way, but it, I do feel like 
I went against my beliefs, if that makes sense. Because it's like, I know what I know about this food and I ate it anyways. So maybe it is a little bit of guilt, but it's not the same guilt that I used to feel, you know, with food. It's like, I don't feel guilty because I think I'm going to gain a bunch of weight from eating this. I feel guilty because I feel like I just hurt myself. I hurt my body. So that can be very frustrating. Um, It is for me because it's like, I know these things and yet I still eat them. Um, So that's something I I still even have to work on. Uh, The other food that he mentioned to avoid, which I already do, I already know, is to um, limit your sugar intake. And here's the thing about sugar intake that I don't think a lot of people realize um, because I didn't realize it uh, right away either. A lot of people will tell me like, oh, I don't eat a lot of sugar like they don't think that they're, um, you know, struggling with this. And the truth is, unless you are very hyper aware of the ingredients in your food um, and you're paying attention to that, you likely are consuming a lot of sugar. Um, sugar's in everything. And that's what's also very frustrating about our food industry is you may not think something has sugar in it, but a lot of the times it does. And the way to really understand whether or not something has sugar in it is when you're looking at a food label and um, it says in there like added sugar. Um, it'll have like sugar and then added sugar. Maybe it says like carbs or something, um, carb sugar, whatever. But if it says added sugar and then it has like a number by it, that's like a red flag. Um, because that means that they have like added more sugar to it it's different if it's like this just naturally has a lot like sugar in it um because it'll have above it just like i don't know if it's specifically sugar or carbohydrates (laughs) it's so bad i feel like i should know this but i'm not looking at it i'm kind of drawing a blank um and then it'll say like added right under it so i do believe it's sugar Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Um, And then when you go all the way to the bottom and looking at the ingredients list, sugar can be named in so many different ways. And I don't even know all of the ways, um, all of the names you can call it. And that's because like food companies do a really good job. They want to hide this from us. They don't want us to be freaking out because there's so much sugar in our food. Um, but they really do add it in a lot of different stuff. Um, so that's just something to be super aware of. And obviously, if you drink other drinks that aren't water or like black coffee or like plain tea, you would need to be aware of like what's in your drinks as well. Um, you might already know this, um, but I just want to reiterate it. I see so many people like drinking drinks that aren't like water and like um <clears throat> I just like I am always concerned because I'm like do you know how much sugar's in that like sugar genuinely like freaks me out because if you think about it it that's what spikes our blood sugar and if you are not aware type 2 diabetes is what the result is of consuming too much sugar and spiking our blood sugar too many times because then that's when we we become insulin resistant so it honestly like scares me so much um like 
in that way that that's how I avoid my sugar intake um so I'm not as bad about I mean obviously if you're eating fast food like there's gonna be sugar in that but when I like buy groceries and everything that's something I'm super like hyper aware of because I do not want to spike my blood sugar at all and I'll even eat foods in a way that like if I'm eating fruit and I'm not saying you have to do this but like If I'm eating fruit, which is a natural sugar, it's not bad for you. Um, I may eat like my actual meal first, which will be like protein and vegetables. And then I'll eat my fruit because um, for some people, not all, I don't know. uh, If you like eat the sugar first, just because it's natural sugar doesn't mean your blood sugar isn't going to spike. I mean, that's a conversation for another day. But like I will do that because it's like. I don't want to spike spike my blood sugar and it just like scares the crap out of me to know that like so many people are um on the road to like getting diabetes or they're pre-diabetic and it's like we have to pay attention to how much sugar we're consuming because the food industry is putting it in so much of our food and we don't even know it so many of our drinks like if you go to Starbucks this is what scares me too. It's like I'll see people go to Starbucks like every morning or like just a coffee place every morning and get a drink that isn't like just like plain coffee. Um, they add a lot, a lot, a lot of sugar in that. Um, and that's like a really not great way to start your day by like spiking your blood sugar um, because then it's going to lead to like that roller coaster of like your energy so something to consider um if you're not if you're like kind of new to all of this i will definitely leave resources of podcasts that talk way more in depth about this they'll they'll talk about the science behind it i'm not the science person um so i can't really explain it in a sciencey way i just know the general idea of how this works so that um and then they didn't mention this but i think it's important to mention is like artificial ingredients um i hate it like if you're someone who like is trying to be more aware of food labels and stuff and you like read the front of the box to like see all the things that they put on there like what's good about it and like the ingredients that they don't include in it blah 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 I never pay attention to that because in my mind, I'm like, if they're trying to market, like the front of the box is marketing. So if they're trying to market to me and tell me like, oh, we don't use artificial ingredients and oh, like this is sugar-free, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, so then what's in it? Because I know you're really trying to get me to buy this because you're trying to tell me it doesn't have all of these terrible ingredients. So tell me what terrible ingredients do you have in here? That's like, oh, that's just my natural like instinct. Um, I'm not saying like every label that does that has um toxic ingredients in it but like just know that the front of the box is not the place to get your information you need to learn how to read a food label and then instantly just like read the back of the food label don't even bother like with the front because that's like their opportunity to try and get you to buy their product um so they're gonna say everything in in the cards that they can say to try and get you to buy their product. So just wanted to point that out there. Um, but yeah, artificial ingredients are like known to be very terrible for our bodies. Um, so 
stay away from those anyways okay let's talk about the food that he did say to incorporate um and like really prioritize in our diet so you may already know this but the first thing that he said was to eat um, protein and for some people this might not be an issue like especially if you are someone who has a background of like tracking macros um if you've like focused on building muscle before you know that you need protein so um you might already know this but i think it's still important to say because there's like still this like misconception for some women that they worry that if they strength train certain parts of their body or if they consume too much protein they're gonna get bulky like it i've heard this recently that like women still think this and it's like that's like so far from the truth and i hate that that is a misconception because the the issue is women need to strength train they need to um like focus on like gaining muscle the older that we get because we lose it at a faster rate and by by strength training and eating protein it's impossible to like get bulky so and it it, it's also frustrating because you see fitness um like marketing uh different things like sculpt your body and lean like lean down um these parts of your body and they're like doing it in like workouts that don't really even do that for you the lean look the tone look is because you have muscle that's literally what it is because um I'm not even I'm not gonna go into the science part because I'll just mess it up so I won't I won't explain it but that is that is how it works um so if you are a woman and you're afraid to strength train I'm here to tell you you should be incorporating strength training and I know I'm always like I hate it when people are like you have to do things this way you have to do things that way but we are talking about um, living an optimal life if that is your end goal you need strength training um, you always hear so many like old people falling down and breaking bones and all these things and it's because they're not strength training they are not um, intentionally like making keeping their body strong um, because like I said once we hit age like 25 that's when bone density starts to decrease that's when your your muscle mass um like starts to you know like it's it's not going to get any better unless you are intentionally um working on it um and resistance training is is only going to help you in everyday life um it just like blows my mind that some people are like oh no 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 i i only strength train my legs Um, I don't strength train my arms because I don't want my arms to get even bulkier. And it's like, if you're insecure about your arms, strength training would be the way to go because it would help with, I'm sure if you're insecure about your arms, it's because you're saying that they're like flabby or something like that. And I only say that because that used to be me. Um, Strength training would actually help with that. So it's it's just like wild to me that there's still that misconception for people that if we strength train, we're going to get bulky, we're going to look a certain way. 
but it's like no um that's not how it works but if you are strength training for sure you need to be eating enough protein um if you're not strength training you still need to be eating protein like our body and our organs function off of protein so i'm not gonna go and tell you how much protein to eat you can go and check out that episode in the show notes and they'll talk more about like the science and everything of it um but that's that's it's really important and i'm actually going to leave it at that he did mention two other um specific foods if you want to go check that out you can um but i don't want to dive too much into it because he uh goes like really really in depth with the why behind these these other foods um but i really think it was important to hit on the protein side so i will leave it at that um if you found this episode helpful go ahead and share and tag me and of course dm me um share your thoughts let me know that you liked this episode um and uh if you want to connect with me in other ways i will make sure to leave our links in the show notes and you can connect with me there um and if you haven't done so please hit the subscribe button leave a review if you can uh that is how this podcast gets shown to more people just like you so uh, if you can do that that would be so helpful um otherwise i will chat with you next time Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You have no idea how grateful I am to have you as one of the Love Your Body Now listeners. If you are loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed and left a review. This helps me get the message out to more women just like you who are also committed to their journey. And if you love this episode, please be sure to share it with someone who you know needs to hear today's message. Together, we can help more women recognize their self-worth and build their confidence from a much deeper place just like you're doing right now. Let's help change the world one woman at a time. All right, talk to you soon, friend.